0: Hi guys, Rowan here. Welcome to episode 25 of Roll Plus Pod, or as I like to call it, Emlyn Jones makes questionable decisions on the daily. Now, with 25 episodes in the bag, Emlyn has had plenty of time to make questionable decisions. They've licked a lot of things that they shouldn't have, but got some valuable information out of. Um, I've had issues with picking locks left, right, and centre. As a person, Emlyn is very aware of their mistakes and missteps, hyper-aware even. This whole journey so far, which incredibly has only taken place in over a week of game time, in game time. And throughout this journey, they've been introspective, very much so. With Emlyn's background as a reborn Samsaran, there's a lot of insecurity when it comes to their skills and their abilities. There's always that little thought in the back of their mind of, if I'd had those memories of all those past lives, would I have made that mistake? Would I have failed to pick that lock? There's a lot of self-doubt when it comes to Emlyn. Um, They've built their reputation as an academic on what skills and knowledge they've built up in their 30 years of life. And being the youngest member of the university staff starting attending the university at just age 13. There's a lot of pressure that comes with that, both from the outside world and from Emlyn themselves. They've got a lot to live up to. Now, this isn't me projecting my gifted child syndrome onto my Pathfinder character at all, so why would you even suggest that? We're gonna just move swiftly on. Anyway, um, Emlyn's toughest critic will always be themselves. And Emma will continue to make mistakes, so we'll see how that plays out as we move forward in the story. So here we go onto Roll Plus Pod, episode twenty-five, hard to handle.
1: In this week's episode of Roll Pod. The burning rage of the Harrowstone prison comes crashing down on the party with possibly deadly consequences, and with good reason, the party are no longer hiding their feelings about the situation.
2: But I know that Amaranth is harbouring a bit of a grudge against flaming skeletons right about now.
1: But perhaps they should take a step back before things get too hard to handle.
2: Oh shit, I'm out. I'm very unconscious.
1: (laughs) Somehow, the party is still surprised by their ever-present and all-powerful Lord and Master.
3: Oh, the way
0: that you said that, Chris, was so mean.
1: Once again, the party make decisions they deep down know are going to backfire dramatically.
0: Okay, I'm gonna grab the blood-stained hand axe.
1: And when normal techniques fail, they can always resort to the playground rules of fighting. Like, Hey, nerd!
4: Try and burn us now, loser.
1: Is this the end of the line for Amaranth? Can the party overcome the ever-increasing danger? Will Harrowstone best them and overrun the town of Ravengrove? Will the party ever find a magical item that won't fuck one of them up beyond understanding? It's time to find out in Roll Plus Pod. Guys, we did an entire 24 episodes. We are a whole day into this podcast.
4: Oh, wow. And yet it feels
1: like longer. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like one eternal night, doesn't it?
3: (laughs) Yeah, the days don't really match
1: here. No, um, but so far no one's died. I mean, very, very anxious, obviously, last week, starting off with trying to find out whether or not I'd killed Amaranth in the week in between. But luckily you're all still here and I can sleep easy in my bed knowing that none of you are out for revenge yet he says hopefully how are we feeling this week you had quite it was quite a tough combat last week quite a bit of a tough fight you had the flaming skeletons there was things going on everywhere people were very a couple of you very close to death at multiple points and now ending last week knocking on that door it creaks open a little bit you see that flicker of light the sound of running how are we feeling
2: why would we expect anything different
1: (laughs) Honestly, I'm feeling weird because that was an entire combat and I'm still on most of my health.
3: I think you healed.
1: You did. You went up you went upstairs and healed and slept and stuff. (laughs) No, but even before
4: I think even at the end of the combat itself, I just kind of I was surprisingly untouched and I was like, oh, is this what it's normally supposed to be like? Not to be nasty, but you did spend a lot of time running away.
1: (laughs) What's I was going to say, didn't, didn't you run out of the room and then the skeletons <laughs> didn't follow you?
4: Yes, to be fair, I was trying to lure them away to give you less to fight at once. What, I, I wasn't, it wasn't purely self-preservation, there was a sound tactical reason for it in my head.
3: A noble idea, a cowardly execution.
4: <laughs> oh, them fighting Ooh. words coming there from Lunamote. That would be a shame if somebody got hexed when they didn't want to be. Oh, you
3: can try, <laughs> sweet. It didn't work out for you in the Battle Royale, did it? Guys, can we focus
2: on whatever the fuck's behind this door that's running it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <good laughs> we can fight each other when we're out of the haunted prison. Fine, I will, I will save it
1: Royal for the Battle, Royal Battle Royale sequel. <laughs> so much violence here today, guys. Uh, I may, I might just sit back and let you deal with each other. <laughs> My job that, as a GM make is your, done. That does make your job easier. It does. Um, but unfortunately, no, I want to have some fun too. So... <laughs> Uh, Yeah, as we said, not a lot for uh, to recap last week. You finished off the fight against the flaming skeletons barely. Some of you scraping by at the end there. Uh, You went up. You pulled your way back up to the ground floor of the prison. Uh, Amaranth sat in the cold spot for a little (laughs) while. Had a bit of had a nice little time there. Um, You rested. You healed up, and now you have returned to the basement of the prison to see what horrors lie in wait for you you decided to head northwards because um, I think it was Lunamote who was very intrigued by the Oubliette um, sure, as a possible yeah. direction and <laughs> uh, and then you so on the little the corridor that kind of heads north from that cavern. There was a, a portcullis that is currently raised, so you can go through. And then just before the portcullis, there was a little door to the left hand side um, on the western side of the uh, corridor, which is where you have heard seen this flickering of light and heard running. Before we jump right back in, just to make things nice and easy, moving forward, obviously, um, Amaranth I know has dark vision. How are other people? Uh, does anyone else have dark vision or is it just Amara? Oh, uh, Avina, you do as well, mm. don't you, actually? Indeed. But I think thought... that's it. Doesn't so, Emily? Uh, no, Emily has uh, low light. Uh, I've
0: got low light vision.
3: Uh, when um, can check this? Uh, so, tab. Yeah, on your oh, use yeah.
1: tab, you've got a senses section at the bottom. Uh,
3: right hand side. Bottom. I have none.
1: So just. Because obviously you're in the basement now. So obviously while you're on the ground floor, there was light filtering in through various broken parts of the wall and the barred windows and stuff like that. But you're now in the basement. So obviously it wasn't so much of an issue last time because there were flaming skeletons to light the room up. But just to make things easier moving forward, how would you like to proceed in terms of light? Is is anyone going to be carrying torches? Is anyone going to be using light spells? Who's going to be having... Just so I'm aware of what's happening and where.
4: I mean, I do, you some, uh, do you want some? Do you want some
3: white daggers on... there, Linamet? I was going to say, hadn't Avena already cast light on um, on Amaranth Sword? Ooh, I think that was while we were upstairs Yeah, no, I think it was once I we mean, were I downstairs, it was one of the first things that happened it, I, just
1: yeah. to, I just want to check if that's what you want to continue with, because essentially I just want to make sure like, what is your baseline, so that we're not going to be constantly every room, like who's got light, who's done this like, just so we've got a baseline, if that's what you want to go with that's what we can go with
2: I think Lunamote should have the light, because if everyone else can relatively see then it's going to be more useful for you
3: Okay, I'll cast light I... on, my dag- on my daggers then
1: Okay, okay okay so that is 20 feet of bright light 20 feet of dim light just so we're aware um so with the low light vision as well just to clarify so low light vision in pitch black you are still blind emlyn um but if there is if there is dim light you treat it as being twice as bright and bright light is also so if, if there's 20 feet of bright light for example you treat it as if there's 40 feet of bright light okay if there's 20 feet of dim light you treat it as if it's 40 feet of dim light. So everything is twice as big
0: okay cool
1: um but you, but you still need that light in order to be able to see if it's if there's no light at all you are still blind cool. just so you're aware
4: i choose to believe that the dark vision that me and amaranth have it's kind of like when you shine a torch to cat <laughs> and the eyes I, kind I of can glow see a little bit
1: i can see that Uh, yeah with the dark vision so you have 60 feet it's um, completely black and white just so you're aware it's monochrome there is no um, there's no differentiation of colour at all Um, obviously if there is light then you can see colour but if there is no light it's just black and white that may or may not be relevant but just so as you know cool so you're at this door who was it who knocked remind me
3: I feel like it was me it was Luna that sounds about
1: right um, where is everybody else at this point um so Lunamote's knocking on the door here's this running sound where's everyone else I think i'm I'm still at the uh,
4: mouth of the corridor okay it, how far how how far down is the door along that corridor just for clarity
1: about 20 25 feet just
4: so about halfway ish
1: uh, it, it's it's roughly here
4: okay so yeah, I'm actually I will ref, I will re- rephrase where I was. I'm probably gonna be about um halfway down the corridor then. But not past the door.
1: Oh nook. I'll be uh, about
0: where Vena is.
1: Okay, and then Amaranth, where do you wanna put your just just so I'm aware.
2: Um I'm I'm gonna put myself closer to where Lunamo is.
1: So do you wanna be behind Lunamo or to like to what to one side?
2: Of? Um I'm gonna say behind cause Okay. I mean I probably doesn't change how I see the room anyway
1: <laughs> okay so um Luna, so you're all kind of there Lunamote's done this little just the no response push the door open very very slightly there is this fl- so amaranth would see the flicker of light as well it's very faint to begin with and then begins to grow and ignite and you hear the sounds of feet across the floor. And um, you see, after a few seconds, this f- a flaming figure striding across the room, holding a hand axe, and completely headless.
0: Oh,
2: great. Wonderful. Is there any chance we can just close the door? <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Sorry, wrong room. <laughs> Whoops.
0: Goodbye.
1: Um... Uh... Unfortunately, it's a bit too late for that. I'm going to need some initiatives.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, Give me two seconds. Uh, Boom. So, yes, some initiatives, please, my kind people.
2: That's a 15 from me.
1: 15 for Amaranth. I can give you a...
4: Ooh, that was a natural 20, so it's 22. Ooh, very nice. What uh, else we got? Alienmate.
0: 10.
1: Oh, 10 family, nice. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And Luna, mate? And And moat has got a spicy 23. Ooh, spicy. Ooh,
1: very, very nice. So, Huh. Sorry, the
2: icon just appeared on It did. Um... <laughs> it did indeed.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, you have this flaming skeletal figure that is without a head. That is running at you, wielding this hand axe, Lunamote, and it is the top of the round. It is your turn. What would you like to do? You are staggered, of course.
3: Um, I am staggered indeed. Uh, that means I can move, though, right?
1: You can move, or you um, or you can take an action, but you cannot okay. do both.
3: I'm gonna move. Five feet in a diagonal backwards, so that just am... to make
1: you aware, that line directly, like literally, um, if you step, step to those squares north of you, you are on the other side of the portcullis. Just in case that changes your decisions at all.
0: Oh, okay. You're literally so... like the portcullis
1: literally begins right along the um, next to where the door is, where you it's are. The there, port- that's where the portcullis is. It is currently raised. Right. Just in case that changes your opinions, you would be on the other <sighs> side of it if I you know. moved there.
3: I hate these. I hate it when you give me that kind of information because I go, "Oh, what what would Roxy do?" Hang on, I'm not Roxy. I'm playing Luna Mo. Um, (laughs) So I'm facing. No, I probably would just like move backwards in a way. So yeah, I'm going to step on, carry on with my original plan, and take a five-foot step diagonally backwards so that I'm north of Amaranth, and also on the other side of the portcullis against the (laughs)
1: wall. (laughs) Okey-doke. Avina, you are up. So you, you you can see some light coming from the doorway um, that, that, that looks like flame, and you can see the way that Lunamo has obviously stepped back, looking slightly panicked, and that, that same that same kind of like flash of almost pain that you've seen across her face a number of times before.
4: Yep. So I am going to use a move action to uh, drop a dagger from one of my wrist sheaths mm-hmm. into my hand. Uh, and then can I use a standard to grab my butler off of the outside of my pack?
1: Yeah, you can use a standard action for that. So you can equip um, equip a shield. That's fine. Yep. And I'm just going to basically
4: stand ready for whatever's going to emerge.
1: Okay. So then that brings us to Amaranth. You are up. So you can see this creature ahead of you.
2: See, I'm in a similar dire- um dilemma is roxy because i as a person would not want to be there but i know that amaranth is harboring a bit of a grudge against flaming skeletons right about now <laughs> um so i'm actually just gonna stay exactly where i am but readying my great sword
1: i mean okay so, so, so you're, you're just um you, you can ready an action if you want um, so with readying an action, you basically you choose what action you want to take, and then you choose what trigger you're waiting for. So you could say, for example, I will take a sw- uh, I will swing at the um, the skeleton when it gets in range. Yeah, that's
2: what. And like then to when think. that
1: happens, you we, it, we, it triggers it then. Um, okay. So if you yeah, if you're happy with that, mm-hmm. okay. So that then does bring us to Monsieur the Headless, <laughs> um, who is going to. Run right in here. So he is in range of you, so that triggers your attack.
2: Cool.
4: Um,
1: Take him down. <laughs>
2: uh, hang on. So I think that's eleven.
1: To uh, hit. eleven just hits.
2: Um, and for some reason, my damage is pretty damn beefy today. Um, so that is actually seventeen damage, I believe. Oh. Because fourteen, and then I add my attack notes, so
1: it okay. should be three. Uh, Give me two seconds. That's what I thought. So sorry. T- total was uh, how much? Sorry. Seventeen. Do you want uh, one uh, second? I just need to do some quick maths. Uh, okay. Um, so your your attack hits home, but doesn't. Uh, it 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 definitely does damage. It does not seem to do quite as much as you were expecting. Um, but you almost come to expect that now from skeletons because your weapon is bladed and they do not seem to normally take as much damage from bladed weapons. Okay. Um, But that is a nice hit. That is a very clean hit. Um, And it is still his turn. He is going to...
2: Oh, sorry. Can I just rectify that? It's 16, not 17. I've just picked up a mistake I made adding it. Okay, 16.
1: Okay, no worries. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, Okay, so he is then going to take a swing at you with his hand axe. Uh, That is a 19 to hit. That hits. Okay, he's using power attack um, for this. Uh, So he does a total of. 21 points of damage holy
2: shit oh shit i'm out (laughs) i'm very unconscious
1: (laughs) how (laughs) how unconscious are you
2: Um, i'm on minus four health
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay What Um, the uh so well yeah he um, said and that was 11 points of slashing damage six points of fire damage um and and power attack adds four points as well but i've just realized something that i forgot you're very lucky there is a slight saving grace here he is headless okay which means he is blind and deaf okay. which means he might not hit you
3: Because that be a disadvantage on the roll
1: it's not so much disadvantage so when you um so technically you count as being concealed from him because he can't see you, you're concealed. So there is a 50% chance that he will automatically miss you with his attack. Okay. Unfortunately, this particular creature has a feat called Blind Fight, which means that he rolls concealment twice and takes the higher. My first roll was a 29, which would have meant he would miss you. Okay. My second roll. Was a forty-five, which means he still misses you. You take oh, no damage. Oh
3: shit. Fuck! Oh, boy, you said that, Chris it was so mean. Jesus! <laughs> uh,
1: I, I just want—I'm I'm showing you I'm not playing. <laughs> when he I swing,
3: hate these fucking skeletons,
0: man. When
1: he swing, he swing. Um, but that is his turn. He can do no other actions this round. So that is um, Emlyn. You're right.
0: Up. Okay. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this headless flaming dude just come out and oh god, right. <laughs> and he said he's wielding a hand axe?
1: He is wielding a hand axe, yes.
0: Oh. Okay, that, that might change things. Shit, shit, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> why 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 might this change things? I'm so intrigued.
0: I know uh, who it is. I know uh, who it is. Right. Hold on, I need to find the string board. Where is it? <laughs> I've got it, I've got it. Uh, I'm gonna like raise my gun and just see the hand axe and the, the fury and the this seems like a stronger skeleton than any that we've kind of faced before. Yeah.
1: Give um, me a knowledge religion check. If you oh, can okay. if you're able to.
0: I don't know if I can. But... Uh,
1: no. Okay, fine. No, can't that at I mean, all. I, I won't give you nothing.
0: That's fine. Are you implying um, it
1: may be one of the prisoners?
0: Um, I'm going to kind of like gun-raised freeze for a second, and go, Vance, Sir Russell Is Doesn't there a reaction?
1: It's hard to tell without a head. Isn't it Um,
0: death? Yeah, true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there does not seem to be any kind of a reaction at all.
0: Okay, cool. I'll shoot it for now.
1: Okay. Give me a shoot shoot. Um,
0: That might change in a sec. Oh, where's my gun? Ah. Okay, he is within range for point black shot. So that happens. That one. It's, that is not good a 10
1: uh, against normal AC or touch AC
0: oh it's always touch for me baby
1: then that is going to be a hit
0: oh shit nice and <laughs> um, that is 6 blushing and piercing damage
1: okay so
3: it doesn't do as much damage as you were
0: expecting
1: actually no it, it looks like it does just as much damage as you were oh. expecting
0: I Are think bludgeoning
1: is one of the good ones against skeletons, yeah. if memory serves.
0: And I'm both.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Um, so that's your, that's your action? Yeah. Are you using your movement to reload?
0: Um. No. Um, can you use movement to get out a weapon? You can. Okay, I'm going to... Grab the blood-stained hand axe.
1: Okay. So you are now wielding the blood-stained hand axe? Yes. Okay.
0: We'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'm sure this is very cursed, and I'm going to regret it later, but here we are. If was <laughs> okay. anything to go by, yes. Oh, I'm not going to put my mouth on it, though, because I'm not daft. <laughs> i just want to lick it. Yeah. It's got
3: blood Top on it, of the yummy.
1: round. Lunar moat.
3: Hiya. Um, I'm gonna... Does, does this portcullis look like I could grab it and pull it?
1: That doesn't, it doesn't seem to have any mechanism from where you are to open or close it.
3: Okay, then I'm just gonna stab him with my dominant hand, which has got my masterwork punching dagger in it.
1: Okay. Give me a punch roll. Okie
3: dokie. Single no
4: attack
3: is a 20 to hit
1: that is indeed a hit Ooh.
3: so that would be four damage and that is piercing and bludgeoning
1: okay so you you punch you take him in like the, the, the femur um and he seems to buckle a little bit but he still stands the flames just kind of like sputter for a moment but then still rage in anger you assume it's hard to tell there's no face <laughs> <laughs> uh, that okay. brings us to the next person Unless you want to move at all um, Luma? Um, You've got movement?
3: No, Any... I'm good
1: Okay, Avina Yes um, Can I
4: um, Attempt that knowledge religion check That you tan- so tantalisingly hinted at earlier Sure Because that is a thing I actually
1: have now Uh 14 a 14 let me just a quick look um unfortunately you're not really able to gauge much you obviously is definitely undead um it has similarities to the skeletons you just fought but not um but not anything that you can you can't really determine anything more about it than that unfortunately
4: ah okay um Although I think I remember from my previous experiences, I probably don't want to get close, too close to the thing that is on fire. Because I seem to recall some delightful rule about if you start your turn next to it, you go whoosh. Possibly. Um, okay. Um, can I throw my dagger at it?
1: You can So, uh, so it'd be exactly the same as a normal roll with the dagger. So it still uses your strength modifier, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay. So it's just same as a normal roll. Uh, a nineteen to hit. A nineteen is a hit.
4: Okay, and that does five damage.
1: Okay, and is that, what 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 damage type? Piercing is that? or slashing? Okay, uh, it does not seem to have any effect. Oh, okay.
4: Um,
1: is there anything you'd like to do with your movement at all?
4: Yes, that is a good question. Um, can I get a scroll out of my bag and have it in, like, have it in my hand, ready to go?
1: Sure. You I'd like and to indeed, grab my. I'd like to grab my scroll of shield, please. Okay. No worries. Okay, you're going to be going... Uh, Amaranth, you are up.
2: Okay. Um, I would like to do a knowledge-religion check. If possible.
1: Okay, you may give me a knowledge-religion roll.
2: Oh. Um, I mean, it's not very impressive. Uh, Eleven?
1: <laughs> no, unfortunately. Cool. it's uh, You aren't able to pull any any information from from your memory at the moment you're more kind of concerned by oh my god there's a headless flaming skeleton right in front of me
2: well i'm just gonna attack it again because i don't okay. learn from my actions <laughs> okay so that was actually decent um of a roll and i think that is a a natural 21 to hit
1: a 20 yeah that's a good it's gonna, it's gonna be a hit is that
2: and in terms of damage
1: that is 9 9 points of damage uh, it get, again looked reduced compared to what you were uh, um what you what you expect with your sword it's just it where it, where it kind of hits against the bone it kind of skips off it just doesn't look like it does quite as much as you would normally hope for Jesus, he's just
2: not going to die again. (laughs) Uh,
1: But that then brings us, unless you want to move at all, you can if you wish.
2: Can I? Cool, I'm just going to... Does it provoke an attack of opportunity?
1: If you only move five feet, it won't provoke.
2: Well, I'll stay put then, because I can't really move.
1: (laughs) Okay, so that brings us to the creature, who is going to... He's going to swing at you with his hand axe again. Fuck. And he rolls a grand total of a miraculous seven.
2: No, it does not hit. Thank (laughs) God. The fact that he did minus 21 damage, I'm terrified.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that was that was a natural one on the die. So <laughs> uh, that brings us. To, uh, is he going to move? No, he's not. Emlyn, you are up.
0: Okie dokie. Right. So he seems pretty focused on. i <laughs> at the moment. Joy. Wonderful. Um. Then, you know what? I'm just going to stick with my gun. <laughs> seems to be working.
1: Um, no, you're not. Okay. You're what first going doing? to give me a will save.
0: All right. So, that coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. With my will save of plus two, this is going to go wonderfully. Big five
1: you you go to put the the axe back uh-huh and you cannot okay. remove your fingers from the handle all right this this is the only weapon you should use and you know that okay. you know that deep in your heart wow this was totally not foreseeable
0: <laughs> um Cool. Uh, Then I guess I'm running in and doing a hand axe swing.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: So that is... It's not coming up on my attacks list, but it's a melee and it's a plus one weapon.
1: It is a plus one hand axe, yes. Uh, So that's
0: an eight altogether. I'm not built for that. (laughs) Okay.
1: Unfortunately, that is not a hit. You should also now have an attack for it on your sheet.
0: Wonderful, thank you. I would have moved up to there to do that. Ah, lovely, thank you. Good sir.
1: Right, yes. Uh, so yes, no, unfortunately that is not quite enough um, to hit. Okay. You've moved in there. So that brings us to the top of the round, Mote.
3: Okay, so um, I'm gonna punch him with my dagger. Okay. It's going to be a very exciting battle because this is just what I'm going to do until something else happens.
1: <laughs> Give me a roll.
3: Punch. 21.
1: That is a hit.
3: Three points of piercing and bludgeoning damage.
1: And three points. You <laughs> just kind of swing in. The bip. teeth of this punching dagger just chip into the bone. You're definitely doing something.
3: I'm just going to keep chipping away. Just hit. <laughs> bip. bip
1: <laughs> Anything else on your turn, Lunamote?
3: No, everyone else seems to ha- have fans.
1: <laughs> Avina, you're up. I am
4: indeed, and I don't think there's a great many things I can do. Um, So, um, instantly, the dagger I threw at this gentleman the previous round, is it, like,
1: kaput because of his flamingness, or it's a metal dagger it's not made of paper <laughs> i don't know how hot he's burning
4: uh that seems like a personal question um so i am god there's really i don't think there's really anything i can do um can i uh invoke the scroll of shield on emlyn
1: please uh let us have a quick look and remember how shield works. Uh, it's Da-da-da-da-da. a plus one deflection to AC, I think. So shield is... Nope, you can only cast it on yourself. Oh. Shield yeah. it ha- has a range of personal, which means you can only cast it on yourself. So that's not going to be helpful in
4: that regard, then. Um... I am going to step to the right then, so at least I can see the creature. I think. Hmm. Um. And then I'm going to use a standard action as a move action to drop my other dagger from my other wrist sheath. Okay. Uh, and
1: I think that's be, that'll be all I'll be able to do be able to do. Okay, Amaranth, you are up.
2: I'm gonna swing at him again.
1: Go on, give me a swing
2: um cool so i think that was a 23 to hit 22 22 to hit uh
1: yeah that's that's gonna that's gonna be a hit
2: sick (laughs) um and then that is 11 points of damage
1: 11 points i think he is still standing as always your blows aren't quite damaging as much as you would expect He's look I mean, it's hard to tell, He's, but he, you, you don't think it's long until he's down? It's oh hard to
2: tell. What is I his mean- skeleton made of? <laughs> uh,
1: you've got movement, obviously, if you want it. Any swift actions?
2: I can't, because every time I try and move, it's going to provoke attack of opportunity.
1: Okay, that brings us to the creature who, immediately after Emlyn stepped forward... It swiveled on the spot to face them and is going to swing <laughs> with its hand axe. Okay. Uh, that is a a big old 10. Yes, meus. Yeah. Okay, well, moving swiftly on.
0: Emlyn. Hi, uh, cool. We're playing this game. Uh, swing. <laughs> probably awful let's go that's a 7 I'm good at melee
1: <laughs> yeah no unfortunately that is a miss
0: cool 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 Cool.
1: cool. Yep. Yeah. anything else with your turn at all
0: nah okay <laughs> na-
1: <laughs> top of the round Mo, you are up you might be able to finish this
3: guess what I'm gonna do guys I'm done. Gonna... Yeah. Well done, you <laughs> get the balance point. Okay. Go on then. Single attack. Uh that's a nineteen.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a hit.
0: Three points of damage. Did I do it? It's still standing. Oh, Fuck <laughs> oh, off. Okay.
3: It's still like one
0: hit point. I'm um, gonna
3: however I am gonna use my movement. And take a five foot step to the left, so that I'm now flanking it with Emily.
1: Ooh, very nice, very, very nice. I Avena. might not be able it
3: too much, but
1: From the top down perspective, this does look like we're
4: bullying it rather a bit.
0: <laughs> I mean it came
3: capable. Like, hey
4: nerd, try and burn us now. Loser. <laughs> hey, it's
0: dealt like no damage to us. Like
4: D- that don't know say that's
0: capable of <laughs>
4: That's just tempting fate. Otherwise, I'm just tempting Chris. Yeah, um, I wouldn't tempt me if I were you. <laughs> oh, but it's incredible. Yeah, so I thought you'd say that. Um, I I am in a real place where I can do kind of f all because <laughs> so many of my abilities. Um, I'm going to assume that this entity is immune to them. <laughs> Quite possibly. Um. So. Really all I can do I suppose is take a five foot step forward and try to stab it with the dagger in my hand.
1: Give me an attack roll with your dagger. 12 that is a hit three
4: of piercing or slashing
1: unfortunately it does not have any effect <laughs> I,
4: I get the Jesus distinct I get man. the distinct impression from beyond from the beyond that perhaps <laughs> this entity has dr5 piercing or slashing.
1: Uh, well, technically, um, it has dr five bludgeoning, which means that it ignores ah. five points of damage from any non-magical weapon that isn't bludgeoning. That's the I forgot how the, how it's laid out, but yeah. yes. Um, little peek behind the curtain there, but Amaranth, you might be able to finish this off. Yeah, because you know be. your your slashing is quite big slashing.
2: Um. So to hit that is a um. Hold on, maths again um i think that's a 16
1: to hit yeah that's gonna be a hit
2: and then in terms of damage i believe that is a 15
1: so even with the damage reduction i think you managed to take its last hit point <laughs> Good. <laughs> since it did only have the one left <laughs> <laughs> But does it look like it's actually like down and out? It's literally crumples against this like the door frame, the flames immediately go out, and it is just slumped against the floor. And I would like mm. you all to give me perception checks.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh.
2: I like how um Amalyn took for fighting fire with fire approach. You've got a hand axe, I've got a hand axe.
4: <laughs> <laughs> whack, whack, well, whack. I think it may have been his hand axe,
2: potentially. I think we know. Imagine beating up someone with their own hand axe What a loser um, So that's a 26 from me
1: <laughs> 26 for Amaranth, very nice uh, A natural 20 into a 28 Ooh, Avina with the high rolls uh, I'm
4: That's my second natural 20 this
1: episode, episode. <laughs> so, so have we got from Emlyn and Luna Moat? Big
0: 12 Big 12,
1: nice Lena. Are
0: you
3: ready for this guys? It's an amazing roll I'm so proud of myself, are you ready? It's
1: a five. Oh, You know, everyone else can just sit back. Lunamote's got this. Yeah, shot, <laughs>
3: yeah. Take it away. I see everything. Uh,
1: so as you're kind of like taking a, a, a breather, kind of like when you, like the way that that um, skeleton was swinging, like you you knew it would have done serious damage if it was able to hit you. You're not even entirely sure how it knew where you were because it had no, it was headless. It It should not have really have been able to see you at all. Um, But it it was swinging with precision. It was just, it was just so wild with the way that it, swang. Um, it swung, it was, it was We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please wait while we return you to your regularly scheduled broadcast. So technical problems aside, let's look at this damn corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. What well, do we see?
0: Yeah. Corpse time.
1: <laughs> Remind me what you rolled, everyone, please. Oh, gosh. Fine. I, think with,
4: I was going to say, I think we should start with Lunamote's mighty roll.
1: <laughs> oh, yes.
0: The um, mightiest. Uh, next time it should
4: be me with a 12. <laughs> nice. I'm um, the ascending order. I think it's at you next, Amaranth.
2: Yes, uh, I rolled a
4: 26. Aye, and then I believe it was a natural something. Natural 20 to make 28 <laughs> my second natural 20 of the episode,
1: might I add? Just because
3: you guys can see down here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, actually yeah, internally it is the two with dark vision that managed to see all the details of this. but so as you were um fighting this corpse, you noticed that like for, for a start it was very very strange that it was able to see where you were, considering it was headless and therefore blind. Um, but it seemed to know with exact precision. It wasn't, it, it, the swings were wild, hence why it didn't hit any of you, but it seemed to know exactly where you were, which in and of itself is very strange. But what strikes you now looking at this corpse laying on the ground where the, the flames have now died out, the ha- the hand axe it was carrying sits to one side. There is, there are tatters of a uniform and you realise this wasn't a prisoner this was a guard you can't see any markings of um rank at all um and and you that the, the, there are parts of the armor where you would expect to see some kind of markings of rank if they were there so you don't you assume this probably wasn't um the warden but this was almost definitely a a ward a, a um a guard of the prison
4: great interesting is that why it re- is that why I reacted to the hand axe? Because that belonged to one of the prisoners. Who knows? It's actually thinking of. Um, I'm going to turn to Emlyn. Uh, Emlyn, are you the, you're the, you're holding one of the... You're holding the axe? Can you... Oh, uh, yeah. I wasn't back?
0: sure if this was going to be the lopper. Because, you know, the no head, the hand axe kind of... No, it. so it's it's, just it's a sound case. theory. So, I'm just
4: yeah. concerned as to what it might do to you to be in contact with it for that long.
0: I mean, it doesn't seem to be doing anything. Can you?
4: Like, can you I'm put not, it down? not hearing
0: whispers or anything.
4: Hmm? Can you put it down?
0: Can I? No. <laughs> I don't know if I really need to at the moment. Like. You should probably it's nice having something to whack close up, you know?
2: No. A good you, can hit to pe- you can hit people with the butt of your gun. How about you just lay the axe on the floor for a minute?
3: Could you can I pick do it a up se- after? Could I do a sense motive to see like if this is tracking with Emlin so far or whether like whether Emlin is just genuinely like, no I'm good, like I'm fine, or whether this is like a
1: weird Yeah, go ahead. Give me a a sense motive. And, um, are you trying to be nonchalant and dismiss their concerns or are you just unconcerned?
0: I mean, mean, it's fine.
1: Okay. (laughs) At 17... In which case, I will allow Emlyn, You, I'll let you choose whether you're going to roll a diplomacy or a bluff to contest, because it, I'm not. Quite, it depends on okay. how you want to play it as a player, because either one could okay. make sense. Just don't tell us which one you've rolled either.
0: Sure.
1: Just the final result.
0: Um, oh, wrong button! Didn't need information about the roll. I needed to make it. <laughs> And that one, <laughs> that
1: <laughs> uh, one. It, it, it's very clear to you, Lunamote, that um, something is wrong. <laughs> the only way of putting it, it.
3: Okay. Um, um, oh, gosh. I don't know what to do about that. Um, I'm gonna turn to the rest of them and go guys something is not right that is not Emlyn's choice to hold on to it um does
2: um any... you guys do magic mind altering thingies how about someone uh put Emlyn down for a cheeky nap and then we can try and... I'm right fucking you. Yeah. yeah, you are. <laughs> but while we don't Emma, know the, if while you Emma can't. i
4: is talking, I'm stepping behind Emlyn and I'm going to attempt to hex with slumber. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that
1: is maybe saving Emeline just
3: <laughs> Emlyn, just try and put it down. See if you can. I mean, why would I uh... want to? If...
0: It's good I, for whacking.
1: Can I get a will save off of Emlyn, please? <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: sure.
4: Ten. I'm afraid that that... Is that
1: against my spell save It is, DC? yes, yes. Uh, it's sorry, it's, hex DC? It is against your hex DC, yes. Uh, that is a fail. You have 12 seconds. What are you doing? Um...
4: I'm gonna wrap some of the fabric from my like uh, outfit around my hand and just wrench the hand axe out of her, of Emmeline's hand and toss it to the other side of the corridor.
1: Give me oh, a strength the check. Then. Oh. Uh.
4: Yep. 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 I know where that is. Uh.
1: 18. Okay. So you wrap some fabric around the um the axe. You pull and. It's hard to tell whether it is that that, that Emlyn just has this like vice-like grip, or whether there's something else that's holding holding it in place. But it takes all of your effort, all of your strength to pull this axe from their hand. Um, and Emlyn, you're going to take one point of Constitution damage.
0: Okay,
3: <laughs> but Great. the axe
1: does come free. Okay.
3: Um, um, um. Since you've thrown it in my direction, I'm guessing. I'm gonna try and like take it up by the material and like put it in my bag.
4: Oh, I was using my um, dress. Oh, so it's it, I was literally just okay. like because I was like crouched down next then to him I will... and I was literally just kind of bunching it around my hands to throw it.
3: Okay, then I will get my bag off my shoulders and like scoop it up with the bag.
1: Okay, uh, I will transfer that across to your inventory now.
3: Fine. <laughs>
4: I'm going to stay kneeling is- next to Emlyn just so I can kind of like help her wake up, help them wake up gently.
2: I'm just going to be sitting there shaking my head.
1: <laughs> so yeah, after, after uh, about five seconds or so, Emlyn, you, your eyes flick open, you're still standing because obviously slumber doesn't make you fall to the ground. You were just standing asleep and the axe is gone from your hands and you feel weaker.
0: The fuck did you do to me?
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I only put you to sleep. It was only for a few seconds. I we just needed to get that out of your hand.
0: Uh, right. Okay.
4: These it's it's obvious these items have some kind of influence if we are exposed to them. It wasn't letting you let go. We have to be careful. I am. I'm. I'm so sorry. I did that without asking. But I, we had to act quickly.
0: Okay. Fair. Fair enough. Um.
4: Are you feeling okay?
0: My bones hurt. <laughs> your, your bones hurt.
1: Incidentally, the pain you feel and the weakness seems seems to radiate from the back of your neck. Okay oh
2: um not to be blunt but i think you've got too many cursed items (laughs) um i think we're gonna have to do a bit of redistribution i mean i've only got like what two no three i thought three yeah well three is too many clearly (laughs) you can't be trusted not to grab them
0: i thought it was gonna be helpful why to How, be fair, we
2: we rinsed Lunamote for playing that flute, and you thought you were going to wield a hand axe, did
4: you? Right. To be fair, their logic is was kind of sound. I thought had reached kind of the same conclusion that this may have been the lopper, and um, since we know these items would contest these spirits, like as I said, I I the, I, I understand their logic. I it, it did it did, did make sense at the time. Obviously, we know now it, it wasn't the case, but. It's not Edmund's yeah, but... fault for taking that making that choice, I don't think.
2: It's not a bloody show and tell. It's not like, oh, you might be the Lopper, I've got your axe.
3: It... Do you think this I... guard was killed by the Lopper? Maybe. I,
4: I think if they're if they're these it's are still possessed by the spirits of the, if these are still the the echoes of the guards, it would make sense that some I don't know, maybe some Ghost of their duty still lingers, so they recognize those items as belonging to the prisoners. Perhaps they will mistake us for those prisoners. That would
3: make sense, maybe.
2: But Emlyn, give up some of your cursed items, you're not having free anymore. All right, fucking okay,
0: hell.
4: Yeah, I, mean, I, I um, mean, a bit harsh about it, so, yeah. Good idea, maybe. Um
0: the fucking hammer there we are. I'll t- I'll take the
2: hammer
3: and in Emlyn's defense, I just want to say it's not it's okay to be judgmental about this, but have you experienced this yourself? It's not always our choice. we think we're doing the right thing and then well, okay, maybe I was stupid playing the flute, but Emlyn was trying to help like yeah,' get some slack.
2: I- I un- I know, I understand, but we know these are cursed items and it's happened once already. We need to be more careful with this.
3: Right, but we don't know how they're cursed. The flute wasn't cursed when I touched it.
2: But when you played it, I think maybe it's when you use the items for their intent. Wield If it's a weapon, you shouldn't wield them. If it's a flute, you shouldn't play them. If it's a book, you shouldn't read it. I'm not sure what the hell the charms do, but I'm not touching them.
3: Well, I mean... Avina's read the book. Nothing's happened to her.
2: W- weren't you having a super a, bad that, time with your magic? A,
4: a, yeah. Um,
3: so we think that's the book for certain. It,
4: it seems like sense. the most likely, um, and I in all the um,
3: you know what we could flurry. Do?
4: I'm not sure if I've mentioned it, but the the Book had my name on it at one point. The
3: book had your name on it.
4: Uh huh. Um, it appears uh, on the on the cover, and it. I. Why <laughs> when we were resting, names? I I felt like I had to take the book back. That I had to do anything I could to to make sure it stayed mine. I I managed to like fight. The impulse off but I have to believe that did come from the book because I what? did read it
3: why don't we just leave the books in with um, the ghost of what's her name um, I don't think we can I think each Sabrina. one of these is connected <laughs> to Sorry. why not just yeah. leave them up there I mean if they've been in the locked room all this time and they've not been found why not just leave them up there where she can protect them it takes the weight off of us the temptation that we need to destroy them. I think oh, we sure. these,
4: each, one of these, each one of these corresponds to one of the spirits that she's trying to hold back. We're going to, unfortunately, we are going to have to probably hold on to them until we find how they let us deal with them.
3: Could we try setting them on fire? We need to use them against I mean, them I, I somehow, so, so I can't lie,
4: we- I, I do love the idea, but uh, perhaps as a last resort, if it looks like nothing else is working, because it's so hard to say how these are linked, given that we haven't encountered any of the prisoners' uh, echoes yet.
0: Mm.
2: Emlyn, did you give me the hammer in the end? Yeah.
3: Yeah, okay, cool. Sorry, I just wanted to double-check that. Mm -hmm. Can I um, go and have a look into the room that this thing just came out of?
1: You can, yeah. Um... So the room itself is, it looks almost like maybe it was a a guard station or something at some point. Um, There's a table in one corner with a few rickety chairs and there's a few mouldy but serviceable carts. And it looks like there were um, uh, rack spaces on the wall for people to um, store weaponry. But most of the furniture is kind of rotted and decayed now.
3: Uh, is there anything of interest in here any any drawers or cupboards or things I could try and open or that might have interesting bits and bobs in?
1: No, there's literally two, the oh. only furniture is the table chairs and the and the cots there's and and just the 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 um, racks on the walls. there's nothing actually left here. Um, you would presume at the point of the uh, uh, if this was a guard room, there wouldn't have been much in here in the first place and uh, when the uh, prisoners rioted, anything of use would have been taken immediately.
3: okay. There's nothing in there, guys. Um, Do we keep going north?
4: Might as well.
2: I'm a bit nervous about this... um... The thingy. Oubliette? No, the thing that could prevent us from coming back.
1: Oh, the portcullis. Uh, um, portcullis. Sorry, that that is actually one thing I also forgot to mention. On the north wall of of that room, there is a winch that would raise or lower the portcullis.
2: Ah see, I don't think we should all go to the Ubiet. I think that it would be not very smart if we were all I can honest. hang
4: back. Uh there's oh. I, if we face more um, undead, there's very there's not as much I can do compared to the three of you. So uh, if, I don't mind we... staying by the winch. Uh
3: we can all go. If we get stuck I can send my new I can try and send my unseen servant to winch it.
2: Um, does it work like that? I, I don't know what magic does, so if you're
3: sure, uh, yes, I can send him to op- to open things, to lift as long as it's not too heavy, and as long as we are helping by like lifting, I'm sure it will work.
2: Well, I don't know enough about magic to argue with you about that. So sure, I
4: don't. I I'm I'm unfamiliar with the the spell, but I as long as you don't think it'll be obstructed by. It should be able to pass through obstacles to get there, I yeah. I mean,
3: uh, let me check. Uh, I think... Yes, I can summon it 25 uh, a distance from me, so I could summon it on the other side of the portcullis.
4: Okay. That sounds like a, a valid plan to me.
3: I just oh. don't think separating is a good idea. There are skeletons and all manner of Bad things here that could kill us quickly.
2: You're right. I just didn't like. I just didn't like the idea of us all being trapped behind the cutlass, But if, uh, if you have the thingy to get us through, then sure.
3: In
2: in which case, it's probably better if you hang towards the back. If you are our only escape, it's going to be less than ideal if you go unconscious Um... at any point.
3: Let me, Let me just check. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll say it will be safe. It'll be okay.
2: <laughs> you sound so certain.
3: So love you.
4: Is there any f- so? Um, past the portcullis, is it just is straight into the oubliette, or is it a is there like further doors and stuff?
1: Um, from, what, from what you can see, um, without going past that um, that line, it um, heads forward by a, uh, about 20 feet or so um, and then seems to open out. Um, you can just kind of make out there is um, some kind of pit in the middle of the floor and there is a wall on the other side that seems to be um, there seems to be a like, um, bars across it, but that's about all you can make out without actually going into that area. Okay. onwards
4: then? We oui. onwards. I will say, I given the uh, uh, impulses that some of the uh, things remaining here seem to have, perhaps we stay as far away from the um, hole into the oubliette itself as possible. If we just hug the walls to make sure it doesn't, I honestly would not be surprised if the damn thing tries to suck us in.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah
2: i think that's fair
1: okay so um just for my benefit when you so as you head forwards into this main area you've got the hole in the middle of the of the room if you're planning to stay as far as possible are you going to go to the left or to the right <laughs>
2: to
3: the left to the right that was my thought <laughs> Split the party instantly yeah. love it yeah
1: I mean, in the same room, so it's not too bad. I'm going to want to know who's going which side, thank
3: you. I'm going left. Lunamote's going left.
4: Uh, I'll go right then. And then if um, Emlyn and Amaranth, if you two want to take
3: split up between those
4: two.
1: I'll go left. And Amaranth left. Just so that I know, in case it comes up. Which, of course, it won't.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You have less of a Chekhov's gun and more of a Chekhov's (gasps) armoury. (laughs)
1: <laughs> pretty much um so yeah, as you kind of head into this main area the uh the 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 main um open space in the center of this wing looks to be maybe 30 feet across at its widest point um and the walls of this particular room. Um, it's just it's just cells all the way around Um, there are so it's like several iron doors on each side with barred windows and so on in the middle of the room there is this hinged 10 foot square metal grating that lies over a dark pit in the floor and there's a very thick rope that has been tied to the grating and that dangles into the pit beneath
3: I hate that. I absolutely despise that. Wait, Aren't you uh, how, really um, good at climbing?
1: <laughs> how how new is the rope? Um, compared to the surroundings, how close do you want to get to find out? Um,
4: because <laughs> at a quick edge- glance, it
1: just looks like rope.
4: I'm going to edge. Um, okay, so it was uh, Emlyn with me. Yes.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, just uh. Hold on to the back of my uh, dress, would you?
0: That's fine, I'm going to edge forward. Gonna If you get sucked in, I'm just going to grab you by the Okay, take up. my hand then.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm going to edge as close forward as I can without breaking contact with Emlyn to examine it closer.
1: Okay, uh, give me a perception check. Can do. Um, I
4: definitely didn't forget... Where that was there for first... um, That is a twenty unnatural.
1: Okay. Um, so as you get closer um, to the center of the of the room, into this um, metal grating in the floor, it's very obvious like, that, that you can see the wearing and the age on the metal itself. Um, it's rusting in many places. You don't even know if it if it definitely could open or not. It's hard to tell because it just looks so. Um, aged and worn the rope looks to be a to looks to be of a similar time it doesn't you you don't you would highly doubt that it could support any serious weight um it looks as though it is very very damaged from waterlog and and just uh being here very uh, for a long period of time but what catches your eye more is um from that vantage as you get kind of get closer you can see into the bottom of the oubliette and there is uh, a there is a, a number of um of corpses in in the base of the uh of the oubliette itself as well as um it looks as though there were a number of uh, there's a there's a number of uh, reflective objects of some kind down there as well
4: mm, okay um can i cast light on a, like a pebble if there's one to hand and then chuck it down into the oubliette sure just to illuminate it a bit better
1: you can uh, so you hold your hand out over the grating drop the pebble and as the shadows flash around the room as the pebble drops into the bottom I would like everyone to give me a perception check Oh no! Oh my!
2: I feel like we should have just cut the rope and be done with it.
4: <laughs> that is still an option.
3: Eight.
1: Eight. Ooh, twenty-two. 11, twenty-two. Eleven. Twenty-two. And a twenty-two. Okay, so um, Avina, you're 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 so focused on the grating that you 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 you, it, you don't really notice your surroundings as much of um, Luna, I think is still a bit kind of just shocked by the whole thing. Cause this is still your hometown. This is a very different side to where you grew up. Um, but both Emlyn and Amaranth realize there are five figures standing in the room.
3: Oh no. There
1: are the four of you and there is one other figure and as the light flicks through the gratings of of the uh, the top of this hole you see an emancipated ghostly figure with a maniacal grin standing directly opposite the the, the other, on the other side of the room from you wielding an almost comically large axe and in the light it happens to look something similar to this oh Hmm. Oh Jesus
3: Christ! Oh, I, I don't want to have. play this game anymore. <laughs> mm. No, Chris. May
1: I um, ask and that a is... question? Oh. I don't no, like it because that's where we're going to leave it this week.
2: I don't like oh. it.
1: So your questions will wait, Mr. David, sir.
2: Why is his mouth so big?
1: <laughs> because he's very happy to see you.
2: No,
4: oh, Roxy's genuinely <laughs> upset. Do you so want to hear Christ. a joke? I think
3: this is going to give me nightmares. <laughs>
1: Our intro music is The Descent by Kevin MacLeod. Our outro music is Unpromised by Kevin MacLeod. Find more of his music by visiting incompetech.filmmusic.io. The other music in this episode was provided by Sirenscape, providers of epic sound effects, ambience and background music for tabletop RPGs. Visit sirenscape.com for more information. The Pathfinder role-playing game and the Carrion Crown adventure path are owned by Paizo Inc. and are used under Paizo's community use policy, This podcast is not published, endorsed or approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo and the Pathfinder roleplaying game, visit Paizo.com.